Hey everybody, you're listening to And Then What Happens, the serial fiction podcast where only you know what happens. I'm Chris Robinson. And I'm Kathleen Wisniewski. And we're the hosts. We've committed the first major faux pas of, of podcasting, which is we skipped last week. Kathleen, why wasn't there a podcast last week? Why wasn't there a podcast last week? Uh, it's because we were doing a lot of other things. Um, that's, namely, a, that's a bad reason. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're like life-altering, uh, cataclysmic things. You can just... We moved. We, we moved. moved. We, uh, we moved. We have new jobs, and we moved across a continent. Um, so we had to pack up belongings and book flights and didn't sleep much, carried boxes, and mm-hmm. there just wasn't time to do... A good there was podcast. time. I think I think we just weren't trying hard enough. This is don't. Oh oh no! I mean, it was definitely impossible. It was it impossible. Have, it couldn't have happened. <laughs> we we wanted to desperately. Yeah, that's fine. We're just gonna do today's episode. So we're gonna talk about episode three today, which we co-wrote, which is different from the episodes that we wrote separately, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, you know co-writing inherently is difficult for people or it's it's a you know it's uh, if you're not used to it you're not used to it you know and I think neither of us were, were really used to it um, but that's what this podcast exists for in a way to sort of experiment um, with your creative writing habits to um, try new things to you know work out wild hairs with limited uh, with, with low stakes um, and and this was fun for us Let's remind people real quick what happened in episode three. Kathleen, do you remember? Uh, this is this is where we meet Eugenia Ghost. Yeah, for, for the, the first, first time. time. Um, so episode two I wrote, and it was basically an exercise in not getting to the next thing that we had to do, which was to meet Nomar. Mm-hmm. Um, and so episode three, we decided to write again, and I said, well, it's irresponsible of me to put this off. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to have... Uh, McGrady wake up mm-hmm. in Nomar's lair, his garage. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what we started writing. Mm-hmm. Um, so in episode three, McGrady wakes up and he sees the beautiful Eugenia ghost. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Eugenia convinces McGrady sort of, uh, you know, hypnotizes him <laughs> with her beauty uh, to, to follow her. She's she's been hired by Daytona Veracruz to kill mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. Um, but if he wants to live, she's his only hope. Right, as we'll find out later, she's sort of interested in the contents of the safe as well. Mm-hmm. So she has her own reasons for not following through on the on the murder um, that she was hired for. Um, so uh, you wrote the first. 700 words Mm -hmm. and then i wrote the following the the next like 500 words or something like that yeah uh probably probably a little less i'm i'm sort of i'm a i'm short on words when it comes to the writing um you gave yourself an hour Mm -hmm. right we explained this at the top of episode three but one of the things that we were trying to figure out was what what could we do to make the uh the barrier for entry to participate in the writing aspect of this podcast seem even lower so maybe right. you, so you gave yourself sort of like if i was writing this on my lunch break yeah you know gave yourself an hour you were able to crank out 700 words mm-hmm. given an hour i could not do 700 words of anything uh even even the like 
word vomit just put just put pen to paper uh it just just it just wouldn't come unless like random words Mm -hmm. but that's not a story um (laughs) but also part part of that um part of that exercise in writing that quickly what ended up what i ended up doing was more internal like mm-hmm. there was very little external action in what i ended up writing it was all what mcgrady was thinking and feeling mm-hmm. um and that is sort of an interesting thing to attempt if someone wants to do that like you're almost because this is an auditory experience you're almost mm-hmm. making like a guided <laughs> meditation <laughs> in the world of mcgrady and pals. I think that sort of uh, comes with the prose territory, even though this is an audio thing, because you have the space to do that kind of stuff. I think do you that's, agree? Yeah, I think that's true. That makes sense. Um, prose language is how we, uh, how most of us anyway, encounter our thoughts. Uh, I'm, I'm sure there are people who have, you know, their their way of interacting with their inner world is more visual or um, sen- sensory based. But for most of us, we have an internal running monologue. Uh, mm-hmm. Later today, I, I've got to do this. Why did I say that dumb thing? Oh no, this cashier hates me, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. This, this is, is what we all think all the time. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, and so a prose is, is basically speaking to you in the, the language of your inner voice, and you're also reading it in your inner voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that that's an easier way to deal with it. Uh, it makes more sense in a medium that's just words than in something like uh, music or comics or film where there's also this other uh, thing that is not native to your thinking. Yeah, if you want to do it in a comic or you want to do it in, you know, like a a cartoon, a movie, whatever, like Mm -hmm. something more visual, you got to like trick people by inserting these types of thoughts, thought balloons, uh, you know, into visual stuff you know what i mean so like when i came in and did my half of this episode i read your half Mm -hmm. and i said oh wow this is like very internal so i tried to do i tried to get through a lot of plot to sort of balance it you know Mm -hmm. what i mean um and i don't even know is that necessary is that not like or or in this in this um in this medium is is, would it have just been fine for an entire episode to just take place in a few seconds Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i don't know uh Maybe that's something we'll find out in time because this is the place for experimentation and, and, and uh, you know, trying new things. Yeah. Um, I think that would be a, a cool experiment if someone wanted to try, though. And another thing that, like, uh, a f- mostly internal movement allows, like, I, I, recently hearing people talk about, um, like, prestige television mm-hmm. and, and things like that, there are writers who kind of like to hear their own voice or who are interested in their plot primarily and then there are writers who people say actors love they're writing for actors to have fun Mm -hmm. um and if you're interested in like what is that like uh what would it be like to you know challenge (laughs) richard to read something in another (laughs) character's voice like you know what what is adam thinking about how are eugenia's thoughts different from a person's if they are that's right Um, because she's a robot person but then the other point i want to make about that like one of the benefits of co-writing is that if you're stuck your partner can help you and Mm -hmm. so you weren't necessarily stuck but you took what i did and it helps you give 
yeah. yourself a direction like well this is mostly internal let me now do something that's plot based and mm-hmm. so if you if you hadn't made that decision beforehand I sort of handed it to you <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> but that's well now we're talking about it so yeah. like co-writing I, I barely do any writing Kathleen does more than I do and it was an experience it yeah. was it was interesting I felt like writing is solitary and for me, that's boring. <laughs> that's really boring. So uh, it helps when there are other people to sort of bounce off of and, and keep keep the momentum going, uh, I think. And um, this is an easy way to do that uh, and, and, and <laughs> have something come of it, something small come of it, you know, yeah. this, this little podcast. Um, I think also we because we're sort of we were doing it for the first time there we we don't know anything <laughs> about the ways to co-write like what we did just basically we, we handed off a, a baton mm-hmm. um, you you actually you inserted a little bit of stuff at the end of mine to sort of bridge the gap but we didn't really have very much to do with either person's thing oh that's right um, yeah we didn't uh, we did not we didn't do the thing I just talked about where we <laughs> worked on it concurrently and like put it to paper. That's I think that's probably the more interesting way to go about it yeah. to sort of, uh, you know, get on a Zoom or get on a phone call, or whatever, and, and sort of riff mm-hmm. back and forth with each other. But the way we did it is easier, especially if you're, um, you know, uh, like everyone have a, a very busy life and, and mm-hmm. you know, so one person can do uh, their section when they have time, you hand it off to the next person. Don't take forever because especially if, if you're doing this handoff thing, yeah. uh, you know, that's that's a it's a major faux pas and, and no, no. If uh, you struggle with procrastination, that is also helpful. It, it gives you a reason to finish faster. So you don't yeah. want to mess up your friend. One hundred percent. Um, and then, uh, and then the, the, the next guy will pick it up. So yeah, but there there's other ways I'm sure that people co-write. And if, if you are part of a co-writing team mm-hmm. and you want to demonstrate other ways to do it, what like we're really enjoying the situation where we interview the people who mm-hmm. have sent in sections. So we'd love to hear what you guys do and then how you do it. Uh, I know we we've also sort of worked on some things where like we talk about the main structure and then we each write down the parts that we feel like we understand and there yeah. are probably teams that like uh one person is good with the plot and then the other person comes in and like touches up the dialogue and the character moments and stuff yeah um so yeah i'd, I'd love to learn more about that at some point 100 yeah. percent, and and that goes for even you solo writers like the plan is for us to interview everyone mm-hmm. that uh participates in the show with us yeah. um those are coming uh, we, we actually just spoke to uh, one of our, our previous writers uh, last night, Christina C., uh, and, and she's excited to come on the show very soon mm-hmm. uh, and talk about her episode. Yeah, the other thing I was thinking about with, with co-writing and with this experiment, um, it seems like with so many people having to stay home because mm-hmm. of the pandemic mm-hmm. i i feel like i've heard about more than one person doing being a dungeon master for the first time oh yeah um, and people keep talking about being dungeon masters and and doing zoom like uh you know D games with right. their friends and stuff the, it's sort of the same thing i mean a, a lot of what people love about doing role-playing games is that you're building a story with your friends and you could do that just with the, this 
podcasts. Like yeah. there are so many role playing podcasts already. Yeah. Um, but if one one week you guys wanted to take a break from your campaign and <laughs> someone plays as McGrady mm-hmm. and figures out his stats. <laughs> someone you know um that that sounds really intense but no I, I for for real this i mean i might be in the minority i probably am actually because so many people love these D podcast things mm-hmm. like roll for deception like what does mm-hmm. that mean i don't know like just let's just tell a story together yeah, i don't know i think this is tell a story together, yeah i think absolutely. this is just an easier version like, of it i don't know i think i think also those of us with uh with siblings with with close friends that you know if you have any friends from childhood you probably remember playing and that was basically making up stories like yeah my, my brothers my older brothers had epic um, you know, yarns with their action figures and, uh, you know, the, the, the ca- basically campaigns, but stories yeah. that stretched over months and years. And, and this is the way to do that as an adult without <laughs> being a weirdo. Like, these are, these are your action figures. And then you get to say, like, oh, I wrote a thing for a podcast, not like, I, I, I had a play date with my friends. <laughs> but I don't know. We should be allowed to do that, too. But you can't. So you have to do yeah, it this way. Don't be weird. Don't be weird. Do our podcast. <laughs> um, anyway. All right. Uh, what else can we say about the episode? Um, this was the first time it got weird, right? We went a little Cronenberg with yeah. um, uh, uh, Nomar's uh, sewn on, face sewn onto <laughs> Eugenia's shoulder. Uh, why did I do that? I wanted people to feel like they could get weird. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know why that specifically stuck in my head as being something to do, uh, but it did. I like, man, I'm, I'm not the best memory person, so uh, I might have seen, you know, like a Jeff Globloom fly, JPEG fly, you know, uh, on my screen on my computer or something and that stuck in my head for the next couple hours or something. It really could just be as simple as that. That's mm-hmm. how um, Fly By Night the podcast is. Um, but uh, like I said, like I wanted people to feel like they could get weird, but I also didn't want to get like too weird. Like there are aliens. Like, you know what I mean? Like I felt like anything there's like you sort of, you sort of like create a, a level of um, like a tone mm-hmm. or something. You know what I mean? Where you, where how do how to put this? Uh, the earlier chapters created a tone where it, what you think is possible, there's there's sort of like a ceiling for what you think is possible. And obviously, as we keep going, it's going to get crazier and more outlandish. And you can and it's going to one day we will get to the point where and a spaceship landing in front of McGrady and all this is just not weird. And it's like that makes sense. Mm-hmm. We're not there yet. Mm-hmm. So doing something that is like you know, sci-fi in terms of like having a, 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 a person sewn into your shoulder. That's like, that's definitely fictional. Um, but you know, I don't know, like medically, maybe it's possible <laughs> somehow. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it felt like there's something, uh, it's, it, it feels somewhat grounded, like even though it's just barely. Yeah. And what I loved about that is it's like, it was an interesting way to solve a problem that the previous chapters had set up. Like I, I had set up this idea that Nomar was basically dead, depending on your perspective on things. But uh, McGrady had seen his face, and so you solved this problem in a completely unexpected way. And I think that's something else that people could keep in mind. Like 
if there's just one thing that you think would be awesome to do or one exercise or something, um, to send in a short podcast or like start writing that thing and you might be surprised at what else yeah. follows. Like what, what do you want to tell us about how, why Adam started building androids or who mm-hmm. the other ones are mm-hmm. or, um, <laughs> why he has a bus that <laughs> drives underwater <laughs> or, uh, where did McGrady get the silver revolver? Like, even if you just have this one thought, this is the chance to participate in a story in a way that you usually wouldn't get to. That's correct. This is all of our story together. Yeah. Hopefully, us talking about uh, writing an episode has gotten you excited about uh, doing so. If you want to participate, you want to go to andthenwhathappens.com. Scroll all the way down. There's a uh, contact form. Put your name. Check off some boxes. Put in your text. That will come to us. We will read it. We will love it. And then Rich will read it for the podcast uh, the following week. And then we will have you on to talk about what you wrote at some uh, indeterminate time in the future. Yeah, unless you don't want to. Unless you don't want to. We would love it if you did. One million percent. Yeah, and also if you want to submit and then, you know, ask for a uh, pseudonym, Mm -hmm. that's totally cool as well. We work all that stuff out with everyone uh, who submits to the show via email. Yeah. Um, also, if you want to, if you think you want to submit at some point in the future, like you'd like to do it, but you can't this week, you can in three weeks, uh, just reach out to us. Any any questions, any questions at all, questions like that, you can talk to us on Twitter. I'm at Wright Nesky. Mm-hmm. I'm at Chris Robinson. Or you can email and then what happens podcast at gmail.com. Correct. Uh, next week, we will have more uh, interviews with previous writers, uh, and then, uh, you know, feel free to send in what you think could happen, uh, and we will continue this story, and then what happens. Bye. Thank you.